A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. 2 Corinthians 8-9 From Pope Francis' Message for Lent, 2014 Christ does not reveal himself cloaked in worldly power and wealth, but rather in weakness and poverty. Though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor. Christ, the eternal Son of God, one with the Father in power and glory, chose to be poor. He came amongst us and drew near to each of us. He set aside his glory and emptied himself so that he could be like us in all things. God's becoming man is a great mystery. But the reason for all this is his love, a love which is grace, generosity, a desire to draw near, a love which does not hesitate to offer itself in sacrifice for the beloved. Charity, love, is sharing with the one we love in all things. Love makes us similar. It creates equality. It breaks down walls and eliminates distances. God did this with us. Indeed, Jesus worked with human hands, thought with a human mind, acted by human choice, and loved with a human heart. Born of the Virgin Mary, he truly became one of us, like us in all things except sin. From Gaudium et Spes, number 22. By making himself poor, Jesus did not seek poverty for its own sake, but as St. Paul says, that by his poverty you might become rich. This is no mere play on words or a catchphrase. Rather, it sums up God's logic, the logic of love, the logic of the Incarnation and the cross. God did not let our salvation drop down from heaven, like someone who gives alms from their abundance out of a sense of altruism and piety. Christ's love is different. When Jesus stepped into the waters of the Jordan and was baptized by John the Baptist, he did so not because he was in need of repentance or conversion. He did it to be among people who need forgiveness, among us sinners, and to take upon himself the burden of our sins. In this way, he chose to comfort us, to save us, to free us from our misery. It is striking that the Apostle states that we were set free not by Christ's riches, but by his poverty. Yet St. Paul is well aware of the unsearchable riches of Christ, that he is the heir of all things. So what is this poverty by which Christ frees us and enriches us? It is his way of loving us, his way of being our neighbor, just as the Good Samaritan was neighbor to the man left half dead by the side of the road. What gives us true freedom, true salvation, and true happiness is the compassion, tenderness, and solidarity of his love. Christ's poverty, which enriches us in his taking flesh and bearing our weaknesses and sins as an expression of God's infinite mercy to us. Christ's poverty is the greatest treasure of all. Jesus' wealth, is that of his boundless confidence in God the Father, his constant trust, his desire always and only to do the Father's will and give glory to him. 
Jesus is rich in the same way as a child who feels love and who loves its parents without doubting their love and tenderness for an instant. Jesus' wealth lies in being the Son. His unique relationship with the Father is the sovereign prerogative of this Messiah who is poor. When Jesus asks us to take up his yoke, which is easy, he asks us to be enriched by his poverty, which is rich, and his richness, which is poor, to share his filial and fraternal spirit, to become sons and daughters in the Son, brothers and sisters in the firstborn brother. It has been said that the only real regret lies in not being a saint. We could also say that there is only one real kind of poverty, not living as children of God and brothers and sisters of Christ. Reflection Jesus came to share his wealth with us. Pope Francis explains the wealth of Jesus. Jesus' wealth is that of his boundless confidence in God the Father, his constant trust. And he further clarifies, Jesus' wealth lies in his being the Son, his unique relationship with the Father. To share this wealth with us, Jesus became poor. He accepted human love in place of divine love, the love of Joseph and the love of Mary. He accepted human parents and human helplessness instead of his divine Father and his divine power. But because he could actually lose his divine father or his father's divine power, he actually filled the poverty of human love from human parents with divine love. Now we too, who are poor, can experience the wealth of Christ because we can call his father our father, and we can learn about his fatherhood from our human fathers and mothers, and we can receive glimpses of divine love through our experiences of impoverished human love. And so our human experience has been radically transformed because Jesus has entered fully into it and blessed all of it as the way to receive his wealth, his boundless confidence in the Father, and the richness of the Father's love. Jesus is rich in the same way as a child who feels loved and who loves its parents, without doubting their love and tenderness for an instant. And in opening Mary's womb for us to share his experience, he opens the door for us to share in that richness. A proud and self-reliant man rightly fears to undertake anything, but a humble man becomes all the braver as he realizes his own powerlessness, all the bolder as he sees his own weakness, for all his confidence is in God who delights to reveal his almighty power in our infirmity and his mercy in our misery. St. Francis de Sales Through your choosing to do nothing on your own, but only what you see your Father doing. Jesus, Lord of Lords, save us. Through your choice to become a tiny embryo enclosed in the womb of your mother Mary, unable to even breathe on your own. Jesus, creator of the universe, save us. By your submission to the limitations of time when you exist in eternity, Jesus, the Alpha and Omega, save us. Through your choice to become the lost sheep sought out by the shepherds who left the ninety-nine on the night of your birth, Jesus, the Good Shepherd, save us. Through your need to be nourished at your mother's breast when you are a table laden with abundance, Jesus, Eucharistic Feast, save us. 
through your defenselessness during the flight into Egypt, when you had to rely on Joseph's protection. Jesus, our Deliverer, save us. By the dependence of your childhood in the home of Mary and Joseph, when you needed their time, attention, and love. Jesus, our Provider, save us. By your obedience to Mary and Joseph, when you have dominion over the universe, Jesus, Ruler of all nations, save us. Through your refusal to turn stones into bread when you were famished after forty days in the desert, though you later multiplied the loaves for your hungry disciples, Jesus, Bread of Life, save us. Through your desperate request to the Father in the Garden of Gethsemane to save you from the sufferings that you anticipated, Jesus, our Savior, save us. For surrendering yourself to the judgment of Pontius Pilate, Jesus, our just judge, save us. Through your choice to be identified as a criminal and a blasphemer, causing the high priest to tear his robe, Jesus, our great high priest, save us. Through your silence, opening not your mouth in defense as you were accused unjustly, Jesus, the word, save us. By not resisting a crown of thorns, you who crown us with glory and honor, Jesus, King of kings, save us. Through the weakness you experienced on the way of the cross, causing you, through whose strength we can do all things, to fall three times to the ground, Jesus, our stronghold, save us. Through your acceptance of Simon's help on the way of the cross when you carry the whole world on your shoulders, Jesus, strength of pilgrims, save us. Through surrendering yourself to the gibbet of the cross when you have exalted us with great power, Jesus, enthroned on the praises of Israel, save us. Through your refusal to save yourself as the crowds jeered at you while you hung upon the cross, yet promising to save us from the hands of our enemies. Jesus, source of eternal salvation, save us. Through your refusal to demand justice and your choice to forgive and make excuses for your friends and enemies who crucified you, Jesus, our justice, save us. Through the deep thirst you suffered as you cried out from the cross when you had miraculously drawn water from a rock to quench the Israelites' thirst in the desert, Jesus, source of living water, save us. Through submitting yourself to the greatest demandment possible, that of your true Father, yet never leaving the temple of our hearts and promising to be with us until the end of the age, Jesus, Son of God, save us. By entering into our greatest moment of powerlessness, death, and allowing it for a moment to appear victorious, Jesus, author of life, save us. Through your raising the only son of the widow of Nain, yet letting your dead body remain in the arms of your widowed mother, Jesus, the resurrection and the life, save us. Through your choice to remain imprisoned in tabernacles throughout the world, yet breaking our chains of sin and death, Jesus, our freedom, save us. Let us pray. Jesus, our Savior and Redeemer, even though you are all-powerful, you embraced our human powerlessness through your life on earth, and you embrace it still in the Eucharist. You did nothing of your own will, but only that of your Father's. Help us, who are intrinsically powerless, to abandon our illusions of control and self-sufficiency, 
and give us the humility to relinquish our own wills and plans so that like you, Jesus, we will do nothing on our own, but only the Father's will. And by always asking your help, we may find true freedom and perfect power. Amen. Jesus Christ, knit so wonderfully in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, conceived by the Holy Spirit in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, uniquely man, from the moment of conception in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, present at creation, created in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, through whom the world was made, formed in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, Word made flesh, taking on a human body in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, revealed by God the Father, concealed in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, subject to human development in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, whose precious blood first flowed through tiny arteries and veins in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, hidden nine months in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, only begotten of the Father, assuming flesh in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, begotten by God, nourished by the substance and blood of thy most holy mother in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, leaping from eternity into time in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, revealing with his Father and the Holy Spirit, all wisdom and knowledge to his most holy mother in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, aware of his role as Redeemer in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, sanctifier of his precursor from the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, eternal word, divine child, embraced by the Father in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, raising his mother to the heights of sanctification in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, everlasting delight of heaven in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, manifesting his incarnation to his holy mother in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, adored and contemplated by his mother in the sanctuary of the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, before whom the angels prostrated themselves in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, in whom the very angels beheld the humanity of the infant God and the union of the two natures of the Word in the virginal womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, our protector and savior, asleep in the inviolable womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, whose holy limbs first budded in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, whose sacred heart first began beating in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, whose Godhead the world cannot contain, weighing only a few grams in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, whose divine immensity, once measuring only tenths of an inch in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, whose divine grasp outreaches the universe cradled in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, sacrificial lamb, docile infant in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, who was to suffer the agony and passion of death, accepting the human capacity for pain and grief in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. 
Jesus, foretelling his Eucharistic presence in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us. Jesus, Lamb of God, in the womb of Mary, spare us, O Lord. Jesus, holy innocent, in the womb of Mary, graciously hear us, O Lord. Jesus, Son of God and Messiah, in the womb of Mary, have mercy on us, O Lord. Almighty and eternal God, behold, I come to the sacrament of your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. As one sick, I come to the physician of life, unclean to the fountain of mercy, blind to the light of eternal splendor, poor and needy to the Lord of heaven and earth. Therefore, I beg of you, through your infinite mercy and generosity, heal my weakness, wash my uncleanness, give light to my blindness, enrich my poverty, and clothe my nakedness. May I thus receive the bread of angels, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, with such reverence and humility, contrition and devotion, purity and faith, purpose and intention, as shall aid my soul's salvation. Grant, I beg of you, that I may receive not only the sacrament of the body and blood of our Lord, but also its full grace and power. Give me the grace, most merciful God, to receive the body of your only Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, born of the Virgin Mary, in such a manner that I may deserve to be intimately united with his mystical body and to be numbered among his members. Most loving Father, grant that I may behold for all eternity face to face your beloved Son, whom now on my pilgrimage I am about to receive under the sacramental veil, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, Heavenly Father, who have placed me by baptism in the womb of the Virgin Mary, beneath her immaculate heart to be together with your Son and ever more conformed to him by the power of the Holy Spirit, grant that I may wholeheartedly embrace my dependence on you as I place all my trust in my Mother Mary. May I never scorn my weakness, which your Son also assumed, but may I always be grateful to be little and helpless, knowing that without you I can do nothing. Beneath the veil of St. Joseph, her spouse, may I find in her a refuge against every danger, and in her womb a hiding place invisible to the ancient foe. May I know that I am loved perfectly like Jesus, by Joseph and Mary, those parents who, receiving everything from you, will always provide for all of my needs. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Join us tomorrow as we continue our preparation for total consecration to Jesus through Mary.